it's Navaz here, fashion writer and blogger at Disney Roller Girl. So today I want to talk about the Jill Sander Plus J collection, which is going to be relaunching at Uniqlo. Um, it's launching on the 12th of November and I've seen images of the collection and I think it looks really strong and it's probably going to be received extremely well by the public, I believe. So if you remember, the Plus J collection first launched in 2009. I think it went on for a couple of years. Um, I actually didn't really respond to it that well the first time I saw it. I tried on a few pieces and I didn't really think that the the cuts or the quality actually were up to scratch so I swerved it that time but I know it was generally you know well well regarded. Um, Jill Sander herself the designer has been out of the limelight for several years you know she's just not really been doing anything as far as I know but I think the timing of this collection is going to be you know pretty good from what I've seen, the outerwear looks really strong, tailoring looks good, the knitwear looks great, it's all very monochrome as you'd expect. Very much the Jill Sander, the original Jill Sander look, which is that kind of 90s minimalist, androgynous sort of style. So that seems to be resonating with people very much at the moment. So I think that would do really well and clearly obviously because of the post-Covid economic climate, I think People will really want to buy those sorts of pieces. The price point is extremely good. The, as I said, the designs are fairly timeless and as well as contemporary. Um, and clearly November is Christmas shopping time. So I think timing wise, I think it's going to resonate with people. Um, so what's also interesting about this is that Gap, the competitor to Uniqlo, is doing so badly at the moment. Um, it's not been innovating for, you know, years really it's tried but it's just been failing um and if you remember or maybe you may not even know this but when Uniqlo first arrived in the UK market around 2001 I think I remember when that launched it was really not impressive it was fleeces essentially and just not good silhouettes so when Uniqlo first launched here Gap was really doing great Gap was very it was I guess at its peak then, because um, it had captured that market for what essentially the Plus J collection is going to be tapping into now. So that market that wants um, affordable but good design. Now, what's also interesting is Gap hasn't been innovating, but it's been trying. And I think next year, early next year, or the first half of next year, we are supposedly going to be seeing this... Um, Kanye Yeezy collaboration with Gap which is pitched as modern elevated basics so that's trying to elevate the gap to where it used to be um tapping into that Kanye customer I guess uh sort of fashion forward customer and you know it's interesting because Gap was the Uniqlo competitor Gap was doing really well when Uniqlo started and then Uniqlo kind of took over and innovated where Gap didn't so I think it's going to be interesting to see how both brands perform, carry on performing into 2021. Um, but what's really interesting for me, I think, and my key point is, I want to know what brand is going to fill the gap that we're going to be left with post-COVID in terms of fashion. 
what is fashion going to look like in 2021-22-23? You know, I think we really are going to see some sort of sartorial gap that maybe we just haven't identified yet because we don't know what our lifestyles are really going to be in the next few years. Um, and this is the global question, really, because COVID is global and fashion is going to be global in terms of the answer to this pandemic. And so I really want to know what we're going to be dressing for, what our working lives are going to be like, our leisure lives. Is it going to be a combination of the two? What the phrase leisure that was coined a few years ago by the Future Laboratory, the combination of business and leisure, really is that going to be you know, something that's going to define, be defined now in the next few years. And if that is something, what does the wardrobe look like for that? And who is going to be coming up with it? Is it going to be Gap? Is it going to be Uniqlo? Is it going to be someone else completely? That to me is the real question. When Gap first launched in the late 60s, it was filling a gap between the hippie era, the late 60s, San Francisco kind of cool hippie and the previous generation but where gap really hit its stride was the 90s when it tapped into that kind of yuppie customer um and according to grailed it was the gap that eventually came to define the store was the cultural and financial gap filled by a generation of relatively affluent young people who wanted a distinctive look. And that distinctive look was the look of the, the gap between the department store and the runway, because we didn't really have that brand at the time. You had department stores, which was kind of like Macy's, not very cool. And you had the runway, which was extremely expensive. But you didn't have that middle ground as stylish basics, which is what Gap eventually filled. And then lots of brands kind of copied, essentially. So I think this idea of Uniqlo and the Gap being direct competitors, I'm trying to be interested to see who's going to win out in nailing that customer or if it's neither of them and if it's something completely new. And obviously we've seen so many newer brands come along, direct to consumer, small, nimble brands, sustainable brands. Um, we've seen the Swedish brands, we've seen Coz, Arkit and other brands that are maybe just starting out that we don't know about yet. So this is all going to be really interesting. But firstly, I'm interested to see what the Plus J collection will look like, whether it will be better quality than what I perceived it to be the first time I saw it and whether it performs and whether it resonates with the consumer. So that comes out on the 12th of November. It's going to be in the physical stores and online. And the early images are well worth looking for, seeking out, because I think I think the consumer is really going to respond to them. From what I can see from the images, I think it looks very strong. So that's my takeaway for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and... I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening.